Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing this week? I hope that you're doing good. Um, today, so I did a little story time of like my worst date with a guy. And I thought that today we'd be talking about my worst date story time with a girl because I briefly I did like a three minute version on my TikTok and if you've seen it you've seen it I don't know how many views it has it has literally like uh, almost two million views it's like pinned to my profile because I thought I was like pretty good at storytelling in that one (laughs) and it's kind of like a get ready with me and stuff like that but today I really wanted to dive into it I really wanted to like talk about it about my first date with a girl and how awful it was. And I literally ended the day looking like this. If you're on the video version, I literally looked like this. Oh my God, I was bawling my eyes out at the end of the day. I was so sad. Like I already, I feel like when you become, or you're realizing your sexuality, you're figuring it all out, you're bisexual, whatever it is, um, you're very insecure within your sexuality. You don't know. I'm like, oh, is this really what I like? Like, am I not gay enough? Am I not straight enough? Am I not this? Am I not that? Like, what am I doing wrong? Am I a girl virgin? Like, there's so many things that goes in your head when you go on a date. And on top of that, it was literally the worst fucking date ever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I hope that the girl is well. Um, I hope that she's thriving. I think I, I still have her on my like, random account that I have because I I never tell people like that I do social media because I like to get to know people on my own terms and I like to them to get to know me like in person and like for real and not just like watch my vlogs and like get to know me through that because that's kind of weird as fuck um so yeah I don't tell anyone that I'm like a YouTuber or like social media person um but it is really easy to find out you just like google Adeline Warren and you just find it and a lot of times I just have my my name or I don't know but it's really easy to find me, but I, I just don't make it known that I do social media. Anyways, um, this is my first t- 
time going out with a girl and it's it was my worst date story time with a girl because I've been on other dates with girls and honestly it was a lot I maybe we just like didn't have a lot of of like chemistry or like romantic chemistry but like I don't want to I don't want to spoil it too much but I've had other dates where we you know we had chemistry and like it was great and I was like oh my god this is amazing like I, I really feel confident about my sexuality like this is what I like I really like girls um but this date I ended up crying at the very end of the night because I was so sad so invalidated so the date was so bad and I was so confused at the end of the night anyways enough is enough let's start talking about it <laughs> um okay so to set the scene um I was in Toronto I I've I've been on the apps here and there here's the thing is when you know you're trying to meet a partner it's really easy to meet like a guy when you're a girl and like a girl when you're a guy because you know most people are straight and it's it's hard to assume if someone is gay or straight or bi what I've learned within the past, you know, couple years is that everyone's a little bit gay. Everyone's a little bit gay. Like, even, I don't know, I would be so insecure and I'd be like, oh, I don't know if they are like, blah, 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 but like, girl, just shoot your shot. And like, if they're not, then who cares? At least you tried. Um, and it's just flattering for them, I guess. If you just hit on them and then they're straight, like, it feels good to be hit on, you know, especially by a girl. I feel like if I'm hit on by a guy, I'm not even phased by it. I'm like, ugh, you men, you gross. Like a man would like have sex with a pillow. Like men are literally animals and like their compliments don't mean anything. But when a girl, when a girl hits on you, girl, that's a different type of fucking compliment. Like that, that shit makes you feel good inside. That shit makes you feel good. Like you know that she meant that compliment because girls know how much it takes to have good eyeliner, to have nice lips, have good mascara. I'm going to touch on my lips actually. Um, but yeah, to be hit on a girl is a good, it feels good. You're like, oh, she meant it. Like, she really thought I was cute. Like, oh my God. Like, it feels good to be hit on my girl. So st don't be so shy. Don't be so shy to slide in the DMs, tell someone that she's pretty. Um, and we can talk about it later, but I feel like I've gotten better at hitting on girls because I feel like I used to approach in a very like friendly way. And I, it, it came off as like a friend kind of thing. But I feel like I, I know different ways to like hit on girls with it being flirty. Um, but anyways, let's actually, sorry, I keep, I keep getting sidetracked. Let's get into the date. So to set the scene, we were in Toronto. And again, I feel like girls in Toronto are prettier than girls in LA, just because I feel like in, in LA, girl, if you've been in LA, you know what the girls look like. Every girl looks the same, like they're fucking, like every girl has had the same things done. And you know, like when you get things done, you end up looking like everyone else. And I just like, it's personally not my type. <laughs> I like natural looking girls and like girls, that, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I have like a type type, but I like natural looking girls. So girls in Toronto, I feel like are prettier because they're more natural. And um, yeah, so there's this girl that I matched with. I forget which app it was. I think it was, I don't know. It was, it was one of them. It was either Hinge, Bumble or Tinder. I don't remember, but we were both femme girls which i again this was my first date ever i had no clue how the fuck the dynamic was because you know when I, you when you go out with a date on a guy you know he, the guy should like wine and dine you like you know the, to be in your fe divine feminine energy is to like be able to accept when you go on a date with a guy like he should be able to like you know provide for you like go on a nice day make the reservation blah 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 and i had no idea how this shit works like how does it work with two femme girls because like i feel like i have friends that they have gone on dates and they've been in relationship with like more mask girls, like more masculine girls. And I feel like the dynamic is obviously a lot easier to understand, but I feel like I just like what I like and I like femme girls. So we matched and I messaged her. We were messaging for a little bit and I was like, okay, I'm going to gather up the courage and I'm going to ask her out on a date. So I did it and I, I basically was like, hey, do you like want to meet at this place at this time? I planned it because I, again, I don't fucking know how this shit works. So um, I, yeah, I said it. She was really excited and she's never been to this place before. Sorry, I'm reading my notes. That's why I keep looking down. Um, but I think at the time it was COVID and 
there like were no seats inside you had to sit on the patio and i think it was like it was kind of colder outside so we had to wear our jackets but it was in the patio they had like the 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 fire shit on <laughs> the heaters on um and yeah so the day of the date comes i'm so fucking nervous because again this is my first time i literally felt like it, it's almost going on your first date with a girl is almost like going on your first date ever because you don't know what to expect you don't know you know if you're gonna like each other you've never done this before like you don't know like is it gonna go well like is it gonna be awkward like what do i do like i feel like you know after a couple like when you're in your 20s you know how to go on a date like you know you you've you've talked to you know flirted with guys before blah 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 blah, blah. and i used to be so insecure I'd be like oh my god this is like my first date with a girl i've never like kissed a girl like i mean obviously i like kiss my friends but that doesn't mean anything but i've never like kissed a girl like romantically i've never like been on a date with a girl i've never hooked up with a girl like at the time i was like oh my god this shit is fucking scary so i was like you know what i'm, I'm gonna pretend that i'm going on a date with a guy so i just you know got ready i did my hair i did my makeup i looked all cute cute little outfit we we're going in the uh, restaurant in the city because we're motherfucking city girls like i was really excited for it um so we arrive at the city i think i drove did i drive or did i uber oh no i ubered i ubered because i'm going to tell you the story and i i ubered home um but yeah i ubered to the date because i knew that you know we'd probably have a drink or two so we arrive at the date i get there first and then she gets she, I, I don't think she was late she arrived on time um but we meet and she looks like she does in her photos thank god i was scared of getting catfish i was a little bit scared because i don't know <laughs> you never know especially you know it's your first date you don't know what's gonna happen so i'm really happy that she looked like her photos um we sit down we grab some food we had some nice food i get some drinks because girl i needed to loosen the fuck up i think i took one shot before i left for dinner because i was like i just need to loosen up and i think oh i think brianna brianna was staying at my house i forget why i think she was just staying at my house because she was in between like her apartment and getting a new apartment so i just let her stay in my guest bedroom so brianna was saying that and she was like hyping me up she's like you got this and like i took a shot and i was like Whoa, okay i got this so yeah i was like one shot in um we had some food i think i got some pasta she got a dish um we got like some cocktails it was really good i think i got like a spicy margarita i love a good spicy margarita um and yeah i just needed to loosen up and honestly it was like we had good conversation but i think i was a little bit confused because it wasn't really like a flirty vibe it was more so like a friend vibe like how you would talk to a girl like a friend um and not so much like a romantic friend i don't know like a, a partner i don't know like someone that you want to like fuck like a, a i don't know like someone you're interested in um but yeah i just felt like it was very friend vibe like i think she was yeah she was bisexual and i was bisexual i don't know what her journey is but at least for me i did not know what the fuck i was doing um so we have like conversation it was really cute like you know, I think we we talked about like being into girls and stuff like that. I think that was like the flirtiest that we got when we were talking about like our sexual experiences. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just like I felt like it was more of like a friend vibe as opposed to a, you know, romantic vibe. <laughs> like I want to fuck you vibe. Anyways, um, but yeah, at the end of the date, um, I she kind of brings up she's like, oh, my God, my friend just hit me up. And he asked me if we want to go to a party. It's literally walking distance from here. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's okay. Like, I was like, you know, I was honestly, I was feeling good. I was feeling pretty good. Like, we we both look cute as fuck. Like, we, I don't know. It was a Friday. Oh, yeah, it was a Friday. Um, and I was just feeling good. We were like one or two drinks in. I was like feeling good. I was like, hell yeah, it's a Friday. Let's go to a, a party. Um, so I was like, I'm down. And I pay for the fucking check bitch why the fuck did i do that why the fuck did i do that i paid for the check because i'm like i obviously don't know what i'm doing i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well inside to outside Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Know how it's these like dynamics work, so I was like, okay, like I guess I asked her out, right? Like I should pay for the check, right? I don't know. I I still don't really know like what I should have done in that point, but I ended up paying for the check, um, and then we head over to uh the party. It was like walking distance. It was so close, and I remember it was cold as fuck. We put our jackets on, we get to the party, and it's cold as fuck. But I remember looking cute. We looked cute as fuck together. Like I remember we were like both pulling up together, and I was like, oh my god, why are we so cute? Ah. The guy that invited us to the party, he came down to go get us. Um, and before we walk in, um, she goes, oh by the way, I'm so sorry. This guy is like obsessed with me. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to like warn you. He's like obsessed with me. I'm so sorry. And I was like, you know, it's okay, girl. Like you're cute. I'm cute. I get it. Like guys are obsessed with me too. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, let's go. Um, so I'm like really excited to go to this party and like, you know, I feel like it'll kind of break the ice because I feel like, you know, obviously we had good conversation, but I don't feel like it was flirty. So I'm like, okay, at the party, I feel like we could, you know, have a drink or two, get a little bit more flirty um, and see how things are. But I don't know. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, you know, when you're on a date with someone and like, you know, you kind of like, like, you're like, Haha, you're so funny. And you like touch each, like you're like, hold, like near your hands. Like, I don't know. Like, I just didn't get that vibe. Like it very much felt like a friend vibe. And I was already insecure about it because this was my first date with a girl. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, am I supposed to be more forward? Like, am I supposed to like, huh? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm nervous as fuck. Like, let's go to this party, whatever. So um, we're kind of talking on the balcony and it's honestly going really good. Like, we're just talking on the balcony. Um, the conversation is good. And I... <laughs> I feel like the TikTok meme, you know, the TikTok meme when it's like, and then I hear this annoying little fucking voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically we were, we were having a really good conversation on the balcony and this guy that is quote unquote obsessed with her keeps coming up to us. And at first I was like, oh my God, you're so fun. Cause you know, he's the, he's the kind of guy. He's like, oh, you guys want a shot? Oh, you guys want to drink? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know what? You're kind of fun. Like, let's go. Like, thank you for inviting us to this party. And then after... A couple times of him interrupting us in our conversation, I was like, you know what? You're actually kind of annoying. Like, leave us the fuck alone. Like, it's almost like, you know, it's like when it's like one time it's like, oh my God, thank you so much for the drink. It's like two times it's like, oh, yay. Okay, yeah, maybe let's, okay, I guess let's do another drink. Three times it's like, okay, girl, that's enough. That's enough. And then the fourth time it's like, girl, you're starting to piss me off. Like, stop annoying us. And it was something different every time. Like, it was like, oh, let's get a drink. Oh, how are you guys doing? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Do you guys need this? Oh, you guys are too pretty to be doing this. Oh, why are you guys outside? Oh, come inside. Like, blah, blah, blah. Kept interrupting us the whole fucking night. And I was like, ah, fucking hell. But yeah, that's when I kind of like, <laughs> that's, I put it in my notes. That's when I stopped drinking to not be nervous and I started drinking for revenge because this man started annoying me. He started annoying the shit out of me. Um, and that's when I started getting a little bit more spicy with it. And like, you know, like like men are kind of like annoying. And you, you just kind of have to like turn up the spice. And I'm like, girl, why are you so obsessed with us? Like, you're genuinely so obsessed with us. Like, this is the fourth time that you came up to us. Like, you're so obsessed. Um, but I was kind of doing it like a funny way. I, was, I wasn't trying to be like so crazy. Yeah, I don't know. We, we, we were at the party. We were talking. And then um, there was a point where he kind of like joined the conversation and it was all three of us. And then here's the part where she started entertaining it. What the fuck? Oh, my God. This is when this is when shit went down fucking hill. This is when um you know i we kind of had like that one-on-one -on -one time we're getting to know each other and then the guy joins in and it's like you know he you know how men are drunk men annoying ugly gross drunk men 
when they kind of like put their arm around you, they kind of touch you. They're like, you know, more flirty. And like, I'm not good at that shit. Like, especially I was so nervous on my first day. I was not good at that shit. And like, I was just like not being that forward. And he kept touching her and he kept like doing this, sitting beside her, blah, 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 blah. And she started entertaining it. That's when, you know, I started being like, okay, okay. What the fuck is going on here? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, And once she started entertaining it, that's when I stopped drinking out of revenge. And I just like went through all the stages of grief. I, I had denial. I had anger. I had fucking like everything. I did all the stages of grief and I, I just became simply over it. And I think there was a point where it was the three of us kind of like you know when you're in a party you're it's like the three of us that we're talking and like she's kind of facing me I'm kind of facing her and like we're mostly talking the other person's like kind of there there was a point where it was mostly her and him talking they're facing each other I became the fucking third wheel on my own date bitch on my own fucking date I became the third wheel (laughs) and I think at that point I'm like kind of over it I'm like a little bit drunk and you know he's touching her he's putting his arm around her like they're being flirty like in front of my fucking face on my own date with this girl like I don't know I think like you know if she had if she's bisexual she had a thing for this guy like you know girl it was our first date like you know you didn't have to bring me there to like watch you flirt with someone else like she's fully flirting with someone else right in front of my fucking face I was like what the um but yeah it just like I was like you know what I feel like I'm personally third wheeling right now um I thought this was a date with us but I guess not and then the finale and the thing that really just did it for me is she goes um honestly you know what I think I'm actually gonna sleep here um so yeah don't don't worry like I'm, I think I'm I'm good I'm gonna sleep here because I wanted to make sure that she got home safe and I was like okay you're getting a little drunk and she's like oh don't worry like honestly I think I might actually sleep here like he's like my good guy friend like blah 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 and I was like girl what the fuck what the flying fuck I think I'm gonna sleep here bitch what the fuck I don't know <laughs> I don't know and like that was the point where I was like are y'all fucking like am I just here? Like, did I just like, I don't even know. Like, am I even here right now? Um, so yeah, that just like made me super insecure. And I was like, you know what? Y'all, I think the time has come. It's getting late. I'm going to call my Uber. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, whatever at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm barely processing it. And um, I'm like, oh, my Uber is here. She's like, oh, don't worry. I'll walk you down to your Uber. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. This is very nice. Like, this is a nice way to end the day. I'm like, oh, like, are we going to kiss? Like, I feel like, you know, on the first date, I'm like, you know, if you kiss, it's like, oh, yeah, that that chemistry. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like excited. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope that we kiss right before the Uber. Um, And we get to my Uber. I see my Uber. And um, she goes in to hug me. (laughs) Y'all, I have never felt, because you know what? When I feel rejection from men, it doesn't hurt as much. But when I feel rejection from women, that shit hurts like no other. That shit hurts like getting rejected by a woman is like almost as bad as getting rejected by 10 men all at once like oh my god that shit hurts so fucking bad and like i thought that she was gonna come in to kiss me and she came in to hug me and i was like what the fuck are you my friend like i don't know what's going on like did you think this was a friend thing like we didn't kiss like we weren't really that flirty you're flirting with another guy in front of me i'm like what the flying fuck all these things are running in my head and keep in mind that i'm a little bit drunk a little bit tipsy so i'm like what the fuck is going on um so yeah she hugs me she says goodbye she's like oh my god i would love to do this again sometime and i'm like girl what the fuck is going on you would like to do this again sometime i don't know about that um so uh i get in the uber (laughs) this is like top top five most embarrassing moments of my entire life i get in the uber and you know the uber he barely speaks english he's like he's not playing music and like i'm kind of like keeping myself i'm on my phone and i'm like being quiet and and i think he like notices something off about me and he's like oh like how was your night and i was like it was good (laughs) 
and I start tearing up and crying. I start, and I'm trying so hard not to go, you know, like, you know, the signs that you're crying. I'm trying to be silent as fuck because how awkward is that? How's your night going? Oh, it's good. Starts crying. What the fuck? So I start fucking bawling my eyes out because again, I'm tipsy and I'm very emotional and I, my ego is really hurt because I just basically, I feel like I got rejected by this girl because I, you know, I thought that she was going to kiss me at the end. It felt like friend vibes. She wants to do this again, but I'm like, do I even want to do this again? Like this felt like I literally just went out with one of my girlfriends. Like it was not flirty at all. Like, do I even like girls? Like, is this how all dates with girls are? I'm like spiraling in this big, you know, spiral. And I start bawling my eyes out because I'm like, am I even bisexual? Do I even like girls? Like, does she even like me? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to, you know, date this type of person? Is she, you know, you know, is she going to sleep with that guy? Blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I hope that she got something. I got, I hope she got a little something, something at the end of the night. Cause all that I got was fucking trauma. And then I, and eventually we get to my house and I open the door and I'm literally bawling my eyes out. And Brianna's sitting on the couch. I vividly remember this. Brianna's sitting on the couch and I am bawling my eyes out. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, she's like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I like basically like, told her everything that happened and I was like I don't even know if I'm bisexual like that was the worst day ever like I don't know she like me she's sleeping with this guy's house now like I think she's gonna fuck that guy like blah 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 and I'm literally bawling my eyes out this is when I took the because I never really take pictures of myself crying but Loki this was like funny as fuck so I was like taking pictures of myself crying I was like what the fuck is my life like I don't know what's going on and like Brianna's like you know what girl I you just need some water and you need to go to sleep so she got me some water and she took me the hell to sleep and yeah that's that that was the story time of my worst date ever with a girl (laughs) my first date ever with a girl actually um but yeah again I have had good experiences with girls after that I think I just like I was so nervous and I put so much pressure on myself and I think maybe she the other girl like didn't really know what the vibe was and I don't know maybe I don't know I think I just like it was honestly super invalidating going on a date with a girl and feeling like it was friend vibes because I was like am I not flirty enough am I not gay enough am I not good enough am I not hot enough am I not sexy enough am I not this enough you know it I feel like being bisexual is just like a constant struggle of feeling like am I not x enough am i not this enough am i not that enough am i not blah blah enough and i'm not because you know i even seen tiktoks of people talking about this and they're like there's even like this biphobia within the you know gay community and i've so seen that like i've gone on dates or even just like talked with like lesbian girls and they almost like don't take you as serious because you're like bisexual like I genuinely feel like everybody thinks that it's like a phase but it's a very like valid sexuality and I used to like be so insecure about it for years up until recently I have felt so insecure about my sexuality because being bisexual just basically feels like I'm not this enough I'm not that enough I'm not gay enough I'm not straight enough I'm not this enough I'm not flirty enough I might not like you know and you're like am I even bisexual? Like, should I just like choose an easier sexuality? Because like being bisexual is such a push and pull. Like it's so fucking annoying. But after, you know, experimenting and, you know, talking to different people and going on different dates and um, getting to know different people, having new experiences, you know, it's not, it's like, you know, it's like saying you go on a bad date with a guy. Your first date with a guy is bad. It's, you know, it's like not all dates with guys will be bad. It's the same. It's like not all dates with girls will be bad if your first date with a girl is bad. You know what I mean? And I also saw something that was like, oh, how do you even know if you're bisexual if you don't even hook up with girls? Because like back then I was thinking that to myself. I was like, how do I even know if I'm bisexual if I've never hooked up with some girls? And like, I don't even know. Like, blah, 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 blah. But like, think about it. How did you know that you were straight if you didn't ever have sex with a guy? Like, you just fucking know think about it like I don't know it's it's like you just know it like hooking up with someone to prove your sexuality that doesn't prove anything to anyone like it's just 
you're just you and you just like what you like and it's that's just that and I feel like for so long I felt like I had to overcompensate and I had to go on dates with girls I had to go and hook up with girls I had to you know try and be in a relationship with girls to be bisexual but that's not the case you're you could be bisexual because you feel bisexual that's it like no one can take that away from you like if you are just attracted to something then that's just it like you don't have to to hook up with someone to prove that your ex sexuality you know like you don't have to have sex with a guy to prove that you're straight so why do you have to hook up with a girl to prove that you're bisexual or prove that you're lesbian i wish that i knew that back in the day because i feel like that was something that i struggled with so much and that i wish that i didn't focus on so much because i was like how do i know if i don't you know force myself to like go out on dates with girls and like hook up with girls even though like i don't know like just take it at your own pace like i feel like i rushed so much into it to prove to myself that i was bisexual to prove to other people that i'm bisexual to prove you know but just go at your own pace you don't have to rush anything you don't have to do anything like you can be bisexual and never hook up with a girl you could be bisexual and never go on a date with a girl like it's just sexuality and like is it gonna change the world that that's your sexuality and the blah, blah, blah like no but is it gonna feel like you're your true authentic self and when you say it out loud and you say that you're bisexual do you feel like more like yourself hell yeah and you know what i always say i don't know if i explain this oh i said this in my in one of my vlogs for vlogmas but um like i don't know i feel like i used to always think you know, why do people do coming out videos? Like they're just doing it for attention, like blah, 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 saying that you're bisexual and you're not in a relationship with a girl. Like, oh, that's just like, you just want attention. But no, being a sexuality is almost like, this is what I say to, to you know, people who don't understand is say that everybody's color, everybody's favorite color is blue. And you're like, you know what? I actually don't really agree with everyone like i actually don't really fucking like blue like you know what i actually kind of like purple and like does it change the world that i like purple is it groundbreaking that i like purple no it's not and like it's not going to change the world and you know that everybody likes blue and i like purple but if i say and come out that i like purple then you know maybe i can meet other people that also like purple and i could feel like my true authentic self because i'm not lying to people saying that i like blue i actually like purple and i'm being true to myself and i'm being authentic to myself and i feel good about myself because i'm being true and authentic and i'm saying what i like and i'm saying you know what i'm into and when you say it you attract other people that maybe also like purple and you can meet other people that also like purple and you know it, that's just how i kind of like look at it um because I don't know, I feel like when I was in my like straight era, I was like, you know, I feel like before I came out, I was low key a little bit homophobic, like not towards other people, like towards myself in the sense that like I loved when like people were out and like slay, we love, we love the gays. But I think when I saw um, like characters like say i used to watch glee and i used to be so weird about the characters of santana and britney because they used to like be girlfriends and i'd be like oh my god that's so fucking weird like i would be so judgmental loki a little bit homophobic towards them and it would be like babes like the reason why you feel like that is because you want to be like that like babes the reason why you're a little bit homophobic is because they're out and you wish that you were <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's kind of embarrassing to admit because obviously you never want to admit that you know you were judgmental of someone else and that you were wrong and blah 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 but that's just you know how it was and i've talked to other bisexual girls and lesbian girls and they said that they went through the same thing yeah that was my story time of my first time that I went on a date with a girl and the worst date that I've ever had with a girl. Since then, she, you know, we would like talk and she'd be like, oh, I'd love to do it again. But I'm like, girl, I think it would be too much trauma to be opening up that Pandora's box anytime soon. So we have not gone on a date ever since then. Um, but I've gone on other good dates. And honestly, it's been really good. And if my advice to you is if you ever have a bad date with a girl and you're feeling really insecure about your sexuality, girl, 
Think of it if you were straight. Imagine if you were straight and you went on a bad date with a guy. What would you tell your best friend? You'd be like, girl, not all men are like that. Like, there's good men out there. Like, you'll find someone. Like, that was just one bad date. Say, tell it to yourself um, because, you know, it's tough out here. And, like, before I made a lot of, like, gay and bisexual friends, I feel like I felt very alone and I didn't really know what I was doing. And then once I made a lot more gay and bisexual friends, I felt a lot better to, like, talk about it and you know, be more open with it, but. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next, wherever you get your podcasts. Say my name when you go in it. Um, now it's time for What Would Rihanna Do? Under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, hey, here's my things that I would do if I was Rihanna. Don't sue me, please, because I love you. This is just what I think you would do because Rihanna's like my number one. I fucking love that bitch. Like, ride or die for that bitch. And whenever I'm trying to pretend to be confident, I pretend that I'm Rihanna. So that's what I do. What would Rihanna do? Someone asked, why? Because it's anonymous. Someone asked, why did I... Why do I feel so attached to someone that I have never been with? Girl, haven't we all been there and done that? Why is it the situationships that hurt the most and people who you actually get to know that you actually were in relationships with, why did that not hurt as much? I always feel like some situationships hurt me more than actual relationships. You know why? Because you are getting heartbroken over someone that doesn't exist. You're getting heartbroken over someone that you think exists that you made up in your head. And instead of knowing every little thing about them, every little thing that pisses you off, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel bad, like blah, 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 knowing them inside and out, you fill it in with your ideal, perfect information that you have in your head. It's not actually them. It's 
the version of them that you created in your head. That's why it hurts more than actually breaking up with someone that you got into a relationship with. Because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you fight, you learn the good, the bad about them, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's a long time coming. Then, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know how it goes. But when you break up with a situationship, first of all, things are so open-ended, I feel like, with situationships because you don't want to be crazy. You know, sometimes it's just like ghosting and it honestly really hurts when it's just ghosting. And it really hurts because you think that they're perfect because all of the things that you don't know about them, you filled with little perfect little bubbles in your head and you're like, oh no, he's probably so nice to his mom. He's probably this. He's probably that. She's probably this. She's probably that. And it's not the case. A lot of the time. I always tell myself that because I always feel so like heartbroken when I'm like, oh, it's like a ghosting. It was like a little situationship. And like, why do I feel so attached to someone that I don't even know? But that's the reason why. It's because you don't know them. You know the version of them that you made up in your head. (laughs) The next question says, how to not feel embarrassed about how your ass or titties look? (laughs) Well, they didn't say ass or titties. They put the cherry emoji and the peach emoji. But you know when Drake, in the song, he goes, loves the way they... (laughs) I fucking can't do it. He's like, love the way they hang, babe. Fuck the silicone. Everybody's fake now. You could crack the code. You know what? Some bitches are so obsessed with porn. I actually saw this comment one time, and this guy left a hate page on this girl's account, and he was like... Um, why you built like an iPhone and then she responded and she was like oh my god I'm so sorry let me go get some plastic surgery for you like that was like honestly fucking iconic when she responded like I feel like some people are just so obsessed with porn and they think that porn is real life and everybody is fake ass and everybody is fake tits and blah, blah 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 like I've definitely been in that stage where I was like oh my god like should I get things done? Like, should I do this? Should I do that? But I fucking love natural bodies and I love natural faces and I love the way that like, you know, bodies look naturally. Obviously, like do what you want to do. I also love the look of fake boobs. I love the look of, you know, bing, boom, 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 boom. Like do whatever you makes you confident. It doesn't matter what I think. It only matters what you think at the end of the day. But I struggled with this so much. Like I'd be like, oh my God, my like, boobs are saggy or my butt's not big enough or like blah 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 but like it's natural for like big boobs to sag girl like love the way they hang babe fuck the silicone like I fucking love that I love these (laughs) um honestly Drake is a real one putting that in honestly the way that Drake talks about women in his raps fucking love that shit that's why we stand Drake in this household um also we are from Toronto but I don't know. I feel like I used to be so insecure about my boobs and my butt um, and, you know, watching porn and blah, blah, blah. But this is going to sound so creepy. But you know what made me feel better about myself is just going, I don't know, just like seeing normal bodies like this might sound creepy, but I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to say it like changing in the women's change room. You really just realize like women that are in their 40s and like, you know, they they're just out and about like fucking change. They don't hide anything like they just change in front of everyone. And you see them and you're like, you know what? Her boobs are kind of saggy, but like she's kind of rocking it. And like, honestly, she looks kind of good. And like, I don't know. I feel like we're so used to like seeing porn and like we think that that's like, you know, what everybody looks like and that is like normal. And like, I don't know, even like looking back at it now, I'm like, oh my God, porn, low-key, the porn industry is like so fucked up. And like, there's so many things that, you know, is like kind of like brainwashing guys and girls and like young people. And it's so sad because I feel like I didn't learn anything healthy about sex and my sexuality from porn. It's just like, overstimulation and um like unrealistic expectations and you know thinking that that feels good and then like also just like the way that men treat women in porn is just like not the way that I don't know I like to have sex like maybe some people like to have sex like that but I don't know I feel like sex can be so like heartwarming and a special bond and like really loving and like people call it making love for a reason like it feels like you're literally just like making love and it's like really special like you, I don't know like you have sex like 
create a fucking baby like i don't know i feel like nowadays like porn is so like rough and like blah 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 and like don't get me wrong i love a good like rough once in a while but i feel like that's all that porn is and it's just like huge fake butts and huge fake tits and huge this huge lips who huge, you know huge everything and then you know you watch that and then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like I don't look like that like I don't have huge lips and I don't have big tits and I don't have a big ass and like my stomach isn't small like theirs and like but you have to realize like they had so many things done and you know it's like I don't know. Like the way that I think of it is like, you know, I do a lot of things for social media. Like, you know, I buy this microphone for social media. I like do my I literally am not going anywhere today. I did my hair and makeup for social media. So, you know, if your job is porn, of course, you're going to do things for your job. And like, I don't know, like you get things done. And I don't know. I don't want it to sound bad. Like I really do respect um sex workers and i think that they're fucking awesome and like hell yeah like dude i found out that um there's more money in the sex industry than there are in multiple sports combined there's so much money in the sex industry um and they're just fucking killing it but i do think that there is something to be said about you know porn being unethical and being just like unhealthy to watch at certain points and it has nothing to do with like you know the people that are in it it's about the industry and it's about like the websites and like the the things that they push on people and like you know the videos that they push to get views and the you know this 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 it's like it kind of like brainwashes us that we need to have a you know huge fake tits and we need to have a huge fake ass and we need to have huge fake lips and blah 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 but when you really I don't know I feel like when I finally like saw real woman um and you know what even is really cute I went to the um the Vatican Museum in Italy and they have all of these sculptures of like beautiful naked women like with you know their saggy boobs and their big bellies and their butts and I'm like that's literally what I fucking look like like my boobs hang like that I have a little bit of a stomach and my ass isn't huge like Kim Kardashian's like huge BBL ass like it's like what a normal body looks like I don't know I think that there's something so beautiful about the woman's body and I feel like porn just does not encapsulate it at all I never see like you know men praising women and like treating us like the goddesses that we are like sometimes i feel like we forget that we're goddesses and like we literally create life like we're literally mini goddesses walking around the world and we don't even fucking act like it like i don't know i feel like for so many years of my life i was so insecure and i was so sad about my body and i was never enough and blah 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 but i found that like not watching as much unethical porn and um looking at real normal bodies and looking at art of beautiful women's bodies just really made me appreciate my body a lot more and even just going to the gym like putting work and putting effort into your body like it didn't even matter if I had crazy results. I ended up liking my body more. Um, and, you know, I feel like some people are like, oh, like your body looks the same, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't feel the same. Like I felt good about my body. Like I felt like I was putting effort into it. I was putting love into it. I was doing cardio. I was, put, you know, doing this, doing that, um, doing Pilates, whatever it is. And I felt good about it because I was like putting effort into it. And I felt strong and I felt powerful. Like there's so much more to your body than huge tits, tiny waist, huge ass, you know, and like being skinny, being this, you're, it's like, you're never enough of something. You're, ne you're never skinny enough. You're never thick enough. You're never this enough. You're never that enough. You're never going to win with people. So you might as well just find something that works for you and embrace what you have because it's the only body that you'll ever have. And if something makes you insecure, hell yeah, get it done um, and feel good about yourself. And if something makes you like go to the gym and like, I promise you that you'll feel so good about it. Like genuinely look at 
women's bodies and and real like like real human like women's bodies and really appreciate I don't know the art of like the woman figure and not you know this I don't know I feel like this it's segment of the podcast makes me feel like I'm like bashing people for getting things done but it's not the case like I love when my friends like get their things done and they feel so good about that like all that really matters at the end of the day is that you feel confident and that you feel good about yourself um and the things that make me feel bad is watching unethical porn so I stopped doing that um I started watching you know like regular (laughs) I don't know (laughs) um and I started you know appreciating the woman's body and like really looking at art of like women's bodies and like even just like you know in the change room like like really owning the shit that I got and like not trying to hide like just like you know even if you like go to a nude beach like I don't know just like look at real women's bodies and like see how they own it and like you know it's like such a beautiful thing like women's bodies are so pretty and gorgeous and I'm like in love with it I have, like so many pictures and candles of like naked women's bodies because we are literally so beautiful (laughs) and like all different shapes and forms and I feel like sometimes the like social media and the media really tricks us into you know having these insecurities like having a tummy that's normal having saggy boobs that's normal having you know not a huge dump truck of a fucking basketball looking ass you know, that's normal. (laughs) But if that's something that you like, then get it done. Because at the end of the day, nothing matters. Like, I don't know. This is just like from my personal experience of not liking the way that my boobs and my ass and my, my body looks. And I feel like a lot of it stems from comparing myself to porn and comparing myself to people who have got things done. Um, so I don't know. I just don't want people to think that I'm like, you know, bashing anybody that gets things done because it's just like from my personal experience, I feel like these things have made me feel insecure within myself. Um, And these are things that I had to overcome and like really learn to just embrace my body and embrace my natural, you know, curves. And yeah, (laughs) anyways, that was a huge segment. (laughs) But I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like it's super important and it's something that I really wish that I heard growing up because nobody talks about it. And I don't know. I, th- I think I even saw Billie Eilish talk about porn and she said almost kind of the same thing. Like it's really fucking with our brains and it's fucking with our minds like in so many different ways, like with our body image is- issues, with the way that we think that porn is, the way that we or the way that we think sex is and blah, 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 blah. Like I really had to unlearn the things that I learned from porn and relearn it by educating myself with books, with like even Netflix shows, like with um, talking about it with my friends. Like, I don't know, it's really toxic. Okay, and last final question. I think this will be the last question of the podcast. Um, But someone asked, can you talk about the intimacy with women versus men in terms of relationships? I have so many thoughts on this. Obviously, like I've been dating men longer than I've been dating women, but this is like what I've gathered within the time that I have been dating women is I heard something that said that men will never fully understand women and can break your heart, but women will fully understand you and like shatter you to pieces. I don't know if that's exactly the quote that it let that said, but something along the lines of that. And I thought that it was so true like men will fully like never a hundred percent fully understand how you're feeling and you know you know with periods and like your emotions and blah 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 blah, what you're going through men will never 100 like maybe yeah 90 percent, 99 percent understand but they will never 100 percent understand what you're going through but women will and when you break up with a man obviously it's really sad and it's really heartbreaking but when you break up with a woman That is a heartbreak that I can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, Blue just said it. (laughs) Her little snort, but something about like 
woman relationships is so passionate and so, you know, I don't know. You know what they say? They say that, you know, lesbians, they go on a date and they bring a suitcase with them because they're ready to move in the next day. Like, that's literally how it is. Like, I just feel like women relationships like they're just ready to move in. They're ready to be in a relationship. They're ready to, you know, they're emotionally available. They're ready to move in. Like that's what they say about lesbians. <laughs> um, or no, what do they say? They bring a U-Haul. They say that lesbians show up to the date with a U-Haul because they're ready to move in. Like that's how lesbian relationships I feel like work. Um, me and my friends always joke about that. They like go to the date with a U-Haul. That's a thing. Um, but I, whereas I feel like with Men, it's so different. Again, it's like, it's very, you know, it's so different. It's like, you can't even compare. It's like comparing apples and oranges. But I don't know. I feel like it's both are so beautiful and both are so fun and so intimate and so, you know, everything. But they're just both so different. Um, and do I like one over the other? I don't know. I feel like, but like sexuality is like a spectrum and like, say like, you know, men, 50%, women, 50%, men, 70%, women, 30%, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think that sexuality is a spectrum and I don't know. I feel like everyone's like at least 1% K at least. Like, they may suppress it, but I feel like everybody thinks about it, like, at least a little bit. And, like, maybe they're mostly straight, but I feel like everybody's, like, mm, 1%, at least. I don't know. <laughs> Sexuality is definitely a spectrum. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but... Yeah, I think that the intimacy between women and men, I think women are very passionate and they're very, um, they will always 100% understand you and get you, whereas sometimes I feel like men can't. But I think there's also something like about the dynamic of the divine masculine and the divine feminine and that how that affects your relationship. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it. That was my questions. What would Rihanna do? Um, but I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode, Girl Talk. Um, yeah. If you guys aren't already, make sure that you follow my spam account. It's not Adeline on Instagram. That's where I got all of your questions. I don't ask on my main ever. I always ask on my spam because that's where the dedicated fam is. So it's N-O-T-A-D-E-L-A-I-N-E on Instagram. If you guys want to check it out, uh, it's my spam account. And it's private. So it's a secret club. But yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed today's vlog or today's podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I'm, also, I'm also wearing... My girl supporting girls Y2K set. This one is sold out. This was the pink one from last year, but we still have the gray one available and it's on sale. So if you guys want to check it out, um, just go on adelinemore.com or Google search girl supporting girls will be one of the first things to pop up. Um, and yeah, check out the Y2K set because it's so comfy, so cozy. Everyone that buys it, they're always like, Adeline, this is the comfiest, coziest set that I've ever had. Like, and honestly, I think it's on sale. It's $45 for the top, $45 for the bottom right now. And I'm telling you, I saw um, Juicy Couture sets like this, same quality, same everything. And it was $150 for the top, $150 for the bottom. So all I'm saying is, Girl Supporting Girls is a good deal. And you should check it out. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love you guys. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. I'll be here. Same place, same time. You guys want to chat um, every Wednesday. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. I'll be here. Same place, same time. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.